Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Bits the Podium and the Inside Line F1 podcast. And the last of our five teams for today, right? We're going to have the next five teams coming up very soon. That's also on Bits the Podium and the Inside Line F1 podcast. And if you haven't already, subscribe, give us a like, and tell us any creative suggestions, anything that you don't really like about the show, or maybe you want to see improved. Maybe we can get on that and work together. Let's see how that goes. But let's focus on Alfa Romeo right now, Kunal. And we've discussed this time and again on our Inside Line F1 podcast live sessions that there really isn't much drama surrounding Alfa Romeo, to put it simply. That could be a good thing. Stability is really, really good. Having a rock-solid foundation can be essential. And for that very reason, I just have to say, hold on to your Alfa Romeo stocks. You, you don't know which way this is going to go. Might as well keep them as they are. Absolutely, Samuel. I would hold on to the Alfa Romeo stock as well. Uh, for emotional and practical reasons, I would say emotional because, you know, when I was growing up, Sauber was always the underdog team to support. They were the ones yeah. putting out the surprise results. And, you know, and of course, then uh, one of my most uh, proud moments was when I got to interview Peter Sauber last year when Sauber finished 50 years in motorsport, right? So you just feel so much more connections with the team. So that's the emotional side of things. And as you guys know, emotions have to be sort of kept aside when you're <laughs> investing, right? But here is the practical aspects. And I'm just going to sort of take cue from what Somil said stable driver lineup. You know, I know not a lot of people might think very highly of Antonio Giovinazzi, but it doesn't matter what you and I and probably several other uh, fans think. The, what matters is what Frederick Vasseur thinks of Giovinazzi, what Ferrari thinks of Giovinazzi, and they've decided to keep him. So I'm sure that there is a lot yeah. of talent out there. And then we have, you know, the great Kimi Raikkonen in the team. So that wow. stability is something that will drive them forward. Also, like we spoke in the case of Haas, the upgraded Ferrari unit with more power that is expected to be delivered in 2021 will also give Alfa Romeo the missing edge that they had in their package last year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just about making sure that they just pull this package together and deliver the sort of performances that we all love to see Sauber deliver since a long, long time. Yeah, absolutely. It it just seems to be stable times. Stable can be good, stable can be bad, depending on the scenarios. But coming to Giovinazzi and Kimi Raikkonen, Kanal, they could have had Callum Eilat in that car, but they still chose Giovinazzi. That is some high confidence. And that's high confidence from Frederick Vasseur, a man who's seen junior formula racing since ages. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's resurrected many, many big teams. Frederick Vasseur, having that level of confidence in Giovinazzi, I think it's no small matter. I think they're really banking on him to go in and go for the kill in 2021, which is going to be huge for them because their driver lineup, apart from the car being, I wouldn't say sluggish, just being there or thereabouts in the lower midfield, I think they're banking on some really strong performances from Giovinazzi to be the team leader when they already have a fast world champion in their ranks. That's just some huge confidence right there. I, absolutely, Sambal. And, you know, I think this is the 15th time I've said absolutely. And Nityanand yeah. is surely <laughs> keeping account somewhere. But, uh, you know, Kimi Raikkonen is going to retire, whether it's at the end of 2021 or at the end of 2022. 
or at the end of 2025. We don't know. Kimi doesn't know. He's going to keep doing this, you know, forever. So there is that, yeah, there, there is that uh, opportunity. There is that opening there to become Sauber's lead driver in, in the time to come. And, you know, you mentioned Gio Vinazzi was retained instead of, or retained instead of probably hiring a Callum Eilert. I would even take it a step further to say maybe even a Nico Hulkenberg was available at some yeah. point. Maybe even a Checo Perez was available at some point, both ex-Sauber drivers themselves, right? So uh, for Frederick Basur to stick to his driver lineup speaks volumes and the fact that, you know, stability does sort of help F1 teams in, in moments of transition. And also not having drama in itself is probably a very, very good thing. You know, all yeah. you do is focus on your racing, get the results you want. And you go home, you know, and your racing becomes the, the drama and entertainment that you want uh, people to celebrate and not all the off-track uh, chatter. Yep, just like Haas that we discussed very, very shortly ago, uh, you can have a lot of turmoil and you could really have that impact your on-track performances too. Alfa Romeo, quite the opposite, right? But again, we say this, but there's also the contrary. Let's focus on the car now. There's also the contrary feeling that Ferrari isn't growing. Alfa Romeo being a customer team, they're very much dependent on them, much like Haas. And while there is just positive vibes from their drivers, it just isn't any great positive vibes from the car. It's, if not negative, it's just unpredictable. You, you don't know what you're going to get with them. Uh, but that's, that's not in a particularly bad way as such. I think just the best way to put it is they're just there in the lower midfield, right? You don't know what to expect of them. You don't know what to expect of Kimi. Some days he's just flying and the other days you see him, Kimi Raikkonen in B18. Oh my God, that's not the Kimi I knew and loved. So what, what, what do you reckon, Kunal? On the broader scale, are they really going to be pushing the boundaries of lower midfield and maybe challenge the likes of Alpha Tauri who clearly have graduated from that, uh, from that field? You know, yes, I'm sure that that would be their aim, Sommel, to enter the uber-competitive midfield, uh, uh, you know, teams that is there. And let's remember, the, uh, sometime in 2019, Kimi Raikkonen was leading the Drivers' Championship for Formula 1.5. Yes. He was he was yeah. P7, uh, you know, for at least the first seven or eight races of the season, had scored points consistently. So they have it in them, of course. Kimi has it in him, as we know. But like you said, you know, it's it's... There is so there there is such little drama, and all you can hope for at the end of the day is just good, consistent results. And yeah. I think they, they they are pinning their hopes on Ferrari fixing their engine issues in 2021, which, like I said, for several other customer teams, you just then focus on your racing, your strategy, and sort of move on from there. So Alfa Romeo, not lots of stories. That's why this is probably going to be the shortest review that we're doing <laughs> of the teams as well. But, you know, why not? At the end of the day, they represent a, a fantastic, uh, you know, a car, car brand, which has a lot oh, of yes. history in motorsport as well. So hopefully, you know, they are able to deliver performances that sort of merit the kind of backing they also have. Absolutely. They they may have the lowest manufacturer recall in Formula 1 today, but let's hope that that changes. But lastly, before we go, Kunal, lastly, before we end this episode, uh, because we've chosen hold on to your socks, very briefly, if you had to pick one really exciting factor and one factor that you'd be worried about slightly, about Alfa Romeo, which one would it be for you? So the one factor I'd be worried about for Alfa Romeo is uh, the driver lineup uh, decisions for 2022. 
because mm-hmm. right now the way it's going is they've decided to give Giovinazzi one more season and let's assume and you know you always take worst case scenarios into account as well right if Giovinazzi doesn't impress and Kimi decides to go then our Alfa Romeo going to have two brand new drivers in the team racing in 2022 you know when the new regulations kick in so that's probably one of those oh my god what are they going to do and i'm sure i'm more worried about it than frederick himself is i'm, <laughs> I'm sure he's got a plan in place uh, so that's the one point that i think i'd be sort of worried about and the the point that i think i'll be a little pleased about you know where i would say that okay this seems like interesting is uh, back to you know the fact that ferrari are going to have uh, uh, are, are at least saying that they've made up a lot of their power deficit and i think that's the first step that alfa romeo would need to get better results because you know mm. uh, if you know that you have an apparent de- deficit in the power unit uh, there is only so much you can do on the chassis side of things right so if the power unit is suddenly going to give them more power they can definitely hope that you know they're able to extract the kind of performances from their overall package as well absolutely interesting times to say the least for alfa romeo we never know we don't know rather how it's going to go ahead but if they were a stock which i doubt that's going to be the case they're just going to be like the country of switzerland where they are based stable chill relaxed that's the case for alfa romeo folks but that's the end of this particular episode we shall be back with more reviewing the next five formula 1 teams and that's going to come up rather soon stay tuned on pitch the podium and the inside line f1 podcast for a lot more content and as i said previously in case you're liking our content which i genuinely hope you are feel free to give us a subscribe feel free to give us a like and maybe leave a good review or recommendation if you're not just let us know what we can work on and we shall definitely get to that instantly until then folks it has been my pleasure to be with you thank you so much for being here kunal as always excellent insight and we shall see you for the next one Thanks Samuel it's been great to follow this uh, series of if f1 teams were stocks would you buy sell or hold and i'm looking forward to doing the next five with you very soon the market is open and ready we shall see you for our next set of videos bye 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 bye